just me. A place to be me, where you get to experience life. Life is a journey, not a guided tour. If you want the rainbow, you have to go through the rain. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Just Me Podcast. And today we are going to talk about relationships, but we're going to continue the conversation in a little more depth. We're going to start off by talking about what relationships are and why they're important, and then the different types of relationships. Because after these long, long, long two years of doing a lot of communication and connecting with people online and over social media, we have, as human beings, began to forget about the importance of that communication and one-on-one connection as far as relationships. So... What we have here are two or three amazing women who are going to start us off. My name is Sasha. We have Miss Tracy and Miss Sharina here. So let's dive right in, ladies. Okay. <laughs> so first, really, all right, all right. <laughs> so let's take a step back and really think about what are relationships. So when we think about the word relationship, at the te- typical, at the very basic sense of the word relationship. What it truly is, is just the connection, association, or just bond that two people have with one another. So it doesn't have to be sexual. It doesn't have to be romantic. Relationships are very, very um, diverse. It can be between family members. It can be between friends. It can be work relationships. It can be several different types of relationships. But why are these things so important? Why is relationship so important? Why can't we just be this island individual? And the reason is, is because we as human beings need that physical, emotional connection. We are not here. We were not put on this planet, on this earth to be individualist. And so as a result, we kind of forget about what the importance are of a relationship of a relationship excuse me so i want you guys to kind of think about it for a second when you guys go about your life going to different events experiencing different experiences when you have a wonderful thing that's happened to you who was the first person or the first thing you want to do as far as sharing it you want to share that experience with someone else that is the basis of that human connection in that relationship. So it doesn't have to be a romantic partner. It can be a friend. It can be a homegirl. It can be <laughs> a mom or a dad or a caregiver. But you want to share that experience with someone. Consequently, on the reverse side, if something negative happens to you, you also want to share that experience. You want to bounce ideas off of people. And you also just want to vent. So as a result, relationships are very important and it doesn't have to be romantic. So physiologically, why relationships are important is because it helps to support a healthy immune system. It helps to support a balance in our overall physical well-being. So when we think about the physical connection, we think about all the things that it can bring. So when we think about the hormone, the physical connection that we have with other people helps us to exert cortisol, helps us to exert dorphins, helps us to exert um, um, neurotransmitters, different things of that nature in in order to regulate our body. 
Consequently, with that same regulation, all of these hormones also help to balance our immune system. It helps to balance our our heart. It helps to balance all of the different types of things that help to keep our body going, our digestive system. So when we think about, for example, if you exercise or work out, you release the cortisol. So that cortisol is that stress hormone. Consequently, we also need that stress hormone to balance us out. So we need a healthy balance of our hormones in order to help us stabilize ourselves. And so when we think about that, those hormones also create that euphoria. And that euphoria is also generated through closeness, understanding, understanding, excuse me, caring, honesty, acceptance. All of those things that we desire from another person helps to exert those hormones. And as a result, those hormones help to balance us out. Our hormones can be overstimulated and it can cause challenges. Our hormones can be understimulated and it causes challenges as well. So there needs to be that healthy balance. And so as a result, we can get that healthy balance partially through social supports, social interactions, and relationships. So it doesn't have to be strictly romantic. It can be platonic. It can be friends. It can be family. It can be any type of thing. And so a lot of times we think of relationships strictly as romantic. But as human beings, we do need platonic relationships in order to feed our souls for closeness, understanding, caring, honesty, acceptance. And that can be found in clubs, athletics, volunteerism, all of these things to help keep us physically and emotionally regulated. So, ladies, I want to open it up to see what else do you feel like is important for relationships and why they're important. Well, one of the things you said as it relates to why relationships are important is to reduce stress. Do you help you as it relates to, you know, whenever you're having a problem, not internalizing the problem and really talking about it with someone and also to help problem solve a lot of times people that do not that do not have a lot of healthy relationships they make a lot of negative decisions so relationships are important for us to help problem solve and i just to do just to do things together like like you said before you know we were made to work with one another, not to work by yourself. So working with people, like you said, it re- it releases different types of cortisones within your body, but it also helps empower you. So, and all of that can help as it relates to reducing stress. I, I like how you turn it, like summed it all up in for an easy, easy to understand when you just say relationship is basically a connection between two people. It's either positive or negative, you know? Right. And then if it's negative, it's going to have like a, a certain type of results, positive, a different type. And it's what you feed into it Correct. is what you're going to get out of it. And then we are social beings and the quality of our relationships effect, affects us. It affects us mentally, physically, you know, so you, you touched upon all of those different type of things. And when you first hear the word relationship, you know, you automatically jump to like that sex part. But you brought out the different types of relationship. The relationships can consist with family, friends, acquaintances, 
you know, work situations, like you get stuck in the elevator with somebody, you'll find yourself in a relationship really fast, mm-hmm. you know, not knowing that person from Joe Blow. So, and it, it changes us so that connection is key. And what I heard just between the three of us, a common word was a word balance. Mm-hmm. And stress is when you are not balanced. <laughs> so a healthy relationship, if you're not in and you find yourself stressed out, pull yourself back and look into the type of relationships you're involved in and which one might be pulling a little more and what changes you might have to do because one, your stress level is so high in one relationship, say family, that's affecting the work relationship, which is two different relationships, but how we can bring one can kind of cross over to the other. So I think it's very key, like we had said, I should at least stay in touch like with what was going on with us within that relationship. And it's not necessarily sexual all the time. You know, family is a whole different dynamic. I know one thing when counseling consumers, a lot of times people go into relationships with other with people that do not have the same values and beliefs that they have. And I tell people it's very difficult to be in a relationship with others that do not have similar values and beliefs as you do and are not willing to, you know, learn your values and beliefs. So it's very important when we consider healthy relationships that we look at our values and beliefs. And also making sure that our values and beliefs are brought in, brought by others. I think that is very, very important. Yeah. And and, and that's where that alignment and for me and that balance come in. Like you have to understand, get to understand if if it's a partner relationship, like husband and wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, if it's a family, get to understand that other individual and make sure because with with my belief system, like, okay, I have to watch a certain amount or do a lot of community service and my partner does not like working in the community. Okay. We're going to have a problem within our relationship. Every time I want to do all of this community work where he doesn't, he doesn't see that concept. So if he understands me more, not that he has to agree with or change his belief, but really understand and we kind of get on a line and get a balance, then it won't cause much friction, a lot of friction. I think that's for me, it's like when I look into it, if my needs are not met, we're not going to function as we design. So that's where connection come in in my relationship. In friendships and acquaintances that I have, that is the difference. That's how I kind of, you move from an acquaintance to a friend. The more we connect, but the more our stuff can align, the more our morals and values align, the more our mental and stuff align. To me, I can put you from an acquaintance relationship to more to a friendship relationship. And then what I share within that relationship is more. So what do you, if that makes sense? Okay. So what are you saying? Different late relationships have different levels. Oh, for me, most definite. Okay. Most, most definite, most definite. Okay. And that makes sense as it relates to that. And, and, and that's just going a step further in, in, in that boundary setting because I have certain family members that I can share. Well, in, in general, people in my life 
okay. that I can share. I only share certain things with because if I share other aspects of my life, it either it might be too much for them or they might not. What I need from them to handle that area in my life, that person can't give to me. So I have another relationship that I get that out of that friendship from. We still cool, but you just can't give me what this friend can give me. So when, when, when people are dating or uh, uh, me and my husband, we both have our own separate set of friends. I don't have to like all his friends, but his friends that I don't like meet some needs that he have that I can't give him. That's why those are his friends and they're not mine, but that's still my husband. He doesn't have to like my friend. I don't have to like his, but it would be better if we're more balanced to help cut down some of if, if, if you're hanging out with people that, how they say, like, that don't do, that go against values and belief systems that we have, mm-hmm. then I have, mm-hmm, the conversation that me and my husband have is, okay, let's understand that if the effects that this relationship can have on our relationship, if you want ours to be balanced, this is how this this relationship of a friend is affecting our family relationship. So in that instance, we have to find priority, which is which is more important. And when we do that, if family is more important than a something in your friendship relationship is going to have to change because it's causing stress in your family relationship. And so in order for us to reduce this stress in the family relationship that's caused by another relationship, these things have to be done and we have to make that adjustment. So let me ask you ladies this question. Is it okay to have multiple different relationships? And if so, what do those relationships look like? For me to, it, it is important, but you have to have balance. And that's where, when you begin to, that self-awareness comes back in to knowing who you are, your beliefs and your values. And that's what that just me is. <laughs> like I've changed to be so many different people that I forgot who I was. And then now when I'm just, when I'm stuck by myself, because I'm not in this relationship with this man that never said he was going to leave me or this girlfriend that always had my back, but then she starts sleeping with my man. That's not having my back. And now those relationships are dissolved, but I still have to find who I am, you know, and still survive and, and go day to day. How do I do that? I have to have a balance and alignment for myself and I have to set those boundaries to make it happen. And every person can give that to me. Correct. I like that. Every person cannot give you that. And that's why it's very important that people have an array of relationships to help balance you out. So you won't, so you will not stress one relationship out. So when you look at your relationships, you look at different types of strengths that people have and how those strengths help you. And you utilize those relationships to move forward. Like Jessica may have strength in certain area for me as it relates to encouraging me as it relates to being a wife but my other friend julia julia she may have that strength of helping me get to the next level as it relates to 
being a, a better business woman. So it's very important that you look at your relationships and figure out what you can receive from each relationship. And what I find a lot is a lot of people invest in one relationship and they expect that relationship to give them everything. So they're setting themselves up. And once that relationship fails, they do not pursue others because of those unrealistic expectations. And I think to piggyback off of that is also some of the hurt that we've experienced. And so when we, whatever has happened in that past relationship that we weren't able to get all of that connection from that one person, then we began to isolate or we began to become, create these false narratives in our head. Well, if this person hurt me, then everybody else is going to hurt me as well. And then that creates that anxiety, that creates that sadness, that creates that emotional eating, Lord knows, that creates <laughs> dysregulation with our digestive system. It can create a lot of other health concerns that we are always cautioned about when we talk to medical professionals, but we truly don't put into practice until we, our health is too out of control or we're too engulfed in our mental health for it to be healthy and whole. Our anxiety might get the best of us or our depression might get the best of us. That was, that was good what you said about past stuff because what, what you just did, Sasha, is just open a new topic for next week. Mm, nice. so how, how do past relationships show up in the present? That yeah. is excellent, Sasha, because that right there is a... Is 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 real is is real truth right there because we all Lottie Dot and everybody is affected by that past relationship showing up. So while right now I still don't really understand some of the relationship that we are experiencing okay. that, but before I even bring out bring out the past, I, I got to deal with this this one right here and not being connected healthy is frightening because I don't want I don't want to stress out I don't want be unstable. I just, I, how, how, how am I going to manage now? So what I'm hearing from everyone, I mean, from, yeah, healthy relationships are based upon respect, trust, definitely open communication. We can't get away. We cannot get away from communication. We can't get away from, Let's, we got to talk people. Get away, show up. <laughs> Equality. Shared individual interests. Understanding, honesty, care, emotional support. That's a must. We have to have that emotional support. And shared values. That's what I am hearing as it relates to what healthy relationships are based upon. So it's safe to say that All of these things that make up healthy relationships, shared values, respect, trust, open communication, equality, shared interests, doesn't necessarily have to be received from one relationship. It can be multiple different relationships in order to help us grow and develop, in order to help us control that stress that can be overstimulated when we do feel like we're overwhelmed or different stressors in our lives help to increase our anxiety. So yeah, relationships that provide that caring, that support, that openness, help to also support those hormones in our bodies that help to regulate us. Yes. 
So relationships are truly important for our physical and mental well-being because it helps to balance our hormones out. Yes. Woof. Imagine that. Yeah. We need them. We just cannot live in this world without relationships. As you said earlier, we when we were made, we were not we were not made to live alone in in the world. We definitely need relationships. So, so even in the even in the need of a pursuit for relationship, what happens when you find yourself in what is a toxic relationship? Mm -hmm. And when I say toxic, toxic relationship is different for everybody. So if we're talking about like the importance of a healthy relationship, mm-hmm. but I'm listening in a toxic relationship while I'm listening to y'all in a toxic relationship, how, how what, what do I need to be looking for or striving for or to, to help me in my toxic situation or is, is two people in a toxic situation healthy for them? So I think what a toxic relationship can appear as and can show up as codependence sometimes. Okay. So that dysfunctional type of I'm going to rely on my emotional well-being, my physical well-being, and my mental well-being to be supported by somebody else. Now, that's different than the give and exchange of a relationship. Codependency is when you are relying solely on that person in order to give you what you need in order to be stimulated 24-7. Healthier relationships is that give and exchange. Oh, okay. Okay. That, that, that gives a whole other distinction or like how I hear it different too. So that's good. I like that. I like that. Now, I, I know I'm not the only person. I'm, I'm For the record, I am not in a toxic relationship at the moment, but I am a survivor of many toxic relationships whether it was family, friends, romantic, work. So to, to, to be able to have something to open my mind to look different is, is good. So if, if I'm working and, and find somebody on my job that's toxic, that, or I, I feel that's a toxic relationship or unhealthy work relationship, that I can start trying to work on the well-being, emotional, physical part of stuff like that. Now that I see that, you kind of like painted a, a clearer picture for me, Asha. Uh, to, to help navigate through that. So thank you very much. You need to acknowledge that you're in an unhealthy relationship or a toxic relationship. And that can be a little challenging to acknowledge, especially if it's a cycle where you're so used to being in. And just for clarity purposes, it may be hard to see if you are in a toxic relationship And that's why having other relationships to help talk through whether you are in a toxic relationship or not may be beneficial. Okay, okay. So I see that. And then I have to do for the, come back and say for the record, when I go back to look at relationships and the different type, I do have several toxic relationships, <laughs> not a like, like say some friendships, some, some family mm-hmm. that can do some adjusting. So now I can look that. And again, the part that I own is the me part. Mm. So I will see what it is that 
I'm either putting, like how they say, you put fuel into the fire. Mm-hmm. What am I doing that's causing it to be that? And what changes can I make? And as long as I'm willing to make those changes, that's the good part. That's the part I own. But if that other part person is not willing to make any changes, then for me, that that's a clear message that alignment and balance is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a relationship that I need to discontinue or put it, take it out of the friendship and put it back into acquaintance or something that I need to make those adjustments in that relationship because it is not giving me the balance and alignment that I, that I need. Correct. Correct. And it can be hard to discern that. It can be very hard to discern that, Ms. Tracy. But also that's where we kind of just, we have those other relationships to talk it out. To see, well, was I wrong? Did, did I say something wrong in this conversation, this communication between this, me and this person? Or do we need to come back to the table and talk about something different? So helping to bounce ideas off of people in order to identify areas of growth in your relationship, whether it's toxic or codependent or maybe just is healthy, but just maybe needs some tweaking or some oil in, in, the, uh, <laughs> in the joints. So absolutely, absolutely. So there's a lot, a lot of different components to why healthy relationships are important and why relationships are important overall. And as we continue to talk about relationships and as we continue to talk about the ins and outs, the good, the bad, the uglies of all types of relationships and how we grow and how we heal from relationships, um, we're going to be talking a lot more about how we show up to relationships, how we function in relationships and how we began to foster healthier relationships, better relationships and the desire to live our best lives in this chaotic world sometimes. <laughs> it's always changing, fast moving. It, 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 it never stops. But we, we just have to make those adjustments. And it's important that, that again, that, that word communication comes up that we communicate clearly what is important to us. And we got to do whatever it takes to, to make that thing happen. Absolutely. And, that, and that takes action. You know, stop relying on somebody to do what well, they not doing that. What you doing? Mm, yeah, you not doing if, if they not. You know, you just come back and do a do a reset. You know, and make some adjustments. And again, if that means cutting off or putting somebody on pause for just a minute, then that's just something that we have to do. Because the end goal is that we're trying to support longevity in our life, and we're trying to find and support that sense of purpose. And as we go through life, that longevity and that sense of purpose is supported through the interactions that we have with others. All right. That, 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 that's, kind of, that's kind of good to get our foot on relationship and just give us something to think about. Again, because it's just outside of the person that you booed up with. Or if you say, I don't have a, a partner right now that, well, ain't got to worry about me because I'm not in a relationship. But in all honesty, we all are in a relationship, mm-hmm. multiple relationships. So look, look at you, cheater, 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 cheater. <laughs> we all we all got multiple relationships going on. But all of those relationships have to have boundaries so that like that cheat word don't come out and no offended by it. And friends can be friends in all type of settings. And 
families can stay whole, acquaintances can be good, and work relationships can be good. And say, if you ever find yourself stuck in an elevator, <laughs> that situation ship that <laughs> can be all right because it could be a long, it could be a long night in that elevator. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, just to recap, we talked about what a relationship is, and it's the basic connection between two people. And then we talked about why it's so important. We as human beings are very animalistic and primal. We as a society have created a lot more of the complicated concepts of love and the sexual relationships or the intimate relationships. We as human beings have created these concepts. But in all reality, the basis of is that we as human beings need that human connection in order to support the basic function of our life, our ins and outs, our hormones, our digestive system, our emotional well-being, healthy amounts of those hormones, those cortisol and those catecholamines, they help to support a healthier balance of the emotional well-being that we have. So healthy relationships and relationships support reduction of stress, better healing. When we are not feeling the best, healing from depression, anxiety, healthier habits, greater sense of purpose, longevity, and the healthy balance of those relationships and the boundaries that we've created with those relationships help us to stay happy and whole as people. There are several components of those relationships that will support healthier relationships. But when all actuality, what it comes down to is how do you show up in relationships? And so as we continue on this month, ladies, we're going to be talking about how we show up in relationships, not just sexual, not just romantic, but I'm talking about relationships as a parent, talking about relationships. I am a daughter. I am a friend. I'm a cousin. I'm an auntie. So how we show up in those relationships will help us overall with our physical well-being, our mental well-being, and help, help us to stay healthy, happy, and whole. So thank you guys for joining in this session. And again, like always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email us at just me podcast, the number one at gmail.com. And we look forward to seeing you and hearing you next week. We definitely going to be talking about past relationships and how they show up in the present because I've got something to see about Ray Ray and Ray. <laughs> All right, now. Can we please, can we please talk about, please talk about how the past relationships show up in the present? next week yes ma'am yes ma'am all right all right all right i'm gonna show up then i'm, I'm gonna show up tracy gonna show up for that one y'all hey <laughs> thank you so much for listening to just me podcast if you are seeking further one-on-one -on -one consultations worksheets and action steps from the ladies at just me podcast please review the monthly subscription packages starting at nine dollars and 99 cent at www.patreon that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com backslash just me podcast and the number one if you are seeking further one-on-one -on -one diagnoses interventions and treatment plans please consider scheduling an appointment with an individual counselor at journeys counseling center 
Journeys can be reached at 336-294-1349. The mission of Just Me Podcast is to use authentic conversations to uplift one's mind, body, and soul. The goal of Just Me Podcast is to offer affordable education and insight to individuals who experience financial barriers to accessing individualized behavioral health support. With that being said, the information, including opinions, advice, and recommendations discussed in this podcast, is intended for informational and educational purposes only. Such information is not intended to substitute the recommendations of your own licensed therapist or healthcare provider. Although we are licensed behavioral health professionals, we are not your licensed behavior health professional. As a result, the advice mentioned on this podcast should not replace the recommendations offered by your own qualified health professional.